Two pieces selected by our guest tonight in New Music Up Late, Nigel Hellier. Firstly, Negative Land, our national anthem. And following on from that, From Scratch, uh, a trio from New Zealand and their performance, Pacific 3210. Uh, Nigel, uh, copyright you mentioned is something you've dealt with in your work before and I seem to recall a project involving mobile phone numbers. Can you tell yeah. us about that? I thought <laughs> okay. this was incredibly ingenious. Can you tell us a little more? Yeah, that was a project done with um, uh, another friend, uh, John Drummond, and it's called Magnus Opus. And basically we were we were musing on the, uh, well, the rather sorry situation where large um, corporations are basically stealing uh, common property in terms of, say, native plants or human genetics and copywriting them or patenting them and, and, and basically commodifying them, withdrawing them from public circulation, if you like. And we thought, well, hmm, mobile phones. I mean, some, some smart guy in Bell Lab, I think, in 1974, um, devised the DTMF tones, which are the little dyads that were on a mobile or any digital phone. You get this kind of... Um, each number has a combination of two tones. And that's uh, that's good. And we thought, well, no one's ever conceptualised those as melodies, as far as we know. So we, we put together a, a website with all the kind of required um, kind of contemporary music theory and uh, demonstrations of that. And basically there's a, there's a site where you can test your number. And, of course, it throws up your number as an opus number of ours and sends you immediately to a licence page where you can buy various kinds of licences. And um, John and I were both members of APRA, and we tried to register this um, enormous number of titles with APRA. They refused, of course, and then we engaged in a legal letter exchange with them. And um, we showed it at um, Electrofringe and somehow got a big interview, which then went on national public radio in the States, and that's when we got the DNS attack the servers got knocked over. We got death threats. Oh, my God. <laughs> all sorts of things like that. The site's still up and still get emails from people about it. It's quite strange. Um, we've done performances where we'll get audience members to call out their phone numbers and get a violinist to play them, thus proving them, proving that they're musical numbers. And the pieces sort of ended up on, in a few legal courses as, as a kind of <laughs> example of... <laughs> of course, our real mission was to stop the Howard government using the phone. But it didn't quite get there. But. <laughs> well, it's an almost perfect example of culture jamming, I mean, quite <laughs> literally so. I'll have to uh, you know, uh, look up my phone number next. Uh, Nigel, we're now going to focus on a, a, a bigger work. This is a work which, in fact, is, is about to uh, be reinstalled, I suppose, at the Kazula Powerhouse in, in uh, Sydney. Uh, but it also, as in the earlier Ghost Train, exists as a, a radio work as well. Uh, Silent Forest which has some really fascinating um, sound, um, initial sound elements, the sirens, the, the samples. Can you tell us, perhaps can you just tell us about the, the physicality of the project first as we walk into the space, what do we see in here? Um, what you basically would see are four really large carousels of, of uh, horns, eight horns in each um, piece. They're based on an air raid siren that was um, bolted on top of the French Opera House in Hanoi in 1945 by the, um, I think, by the Japanese, actually. Um, and then you'll also encounter a sort of forest section of about 20 towers with um, scientific glassware with small bonsai trees inside. And each one of those towers also has a speaker. Um, 
So the the piece was is really um, based on the American war in Vietnam, and in particular the idea of a, a war against the environment. Um, so, I mean, kind of warfare, in a sense, has morphed away from uh, warring parties fighting each other to warring parties fighting civilian populations to a point where now warfare is also conducted against biology, mm. uh, you know, forests, farms, and things like that. Um, and, yeah, it comes out of research um, that was done in um, 94 in, in Hanoi and in and the surrounds. Mm. I mean, you've actually got recordings of uh, of poetry written by Ho Chi Minh, for instance. Yeah, yeah. Uh, tell us about that. I understand it was quite... It was, in fact, quite difficult to to get that even read out. Yes, I mean, um, one of the things that in my, I suppose, naivety, uh, I thought, well, it'd be easy enough to. I got some um, poetry written by Ho Chi Minh. He was in, jailed in China um, before World War Two, and he he ended up writing a lot of poetry, and some of actually quite saccharine nature poetry. So I thought that one of those is ideal, and we were searching around for um, someone to read it. And here are from the South, and they're really strong sentiments still, or performative style, no way you read that. I guess this too is a good example of a, of a work which is very immersive. I mean, you, you actually, again, construct your own narrative in a way because it's, it's, it's a random sort of system, isn't it, where the different uh, yeah. elements come together in the space? Yeah, I mean, in the actual installation has I was it, 52 sound sources, if you like, and they're, they're, they're works, the carousels are at least four metres diameter each, so they're spread out across quite a large gallery space. Um, so it allows you to walk, physically walk through, but also the content is, is played in such a way that it's randomised by each piece. So although they all share the same kind of libraries, they're all played in, they're not in kind of lock step, they're all um, out of sync and perpetually remixing. However, what we're about to hear now is actually the radio mix. Yeah, which is, again, much more narrative, um, and obviously much more linear, and there's a sort of sense of uh, a progression um, in that and, uh, you know, the more class- classical st- storytelling type of structure. And that um, was, was made, was co-produced with Tony McGregor here at ABC. Dr. King, can I ask you to describe uh, what we see here? Đây là đây là vết đạn còn lại của cái cuộc chiến đấu giữa chiến sĩ vệ quốc đoàn Việt Nam với chống quân Pháp năm 46 cuối năm 46. We see here the bullet hole left from the battle of the Vietnamese soldiers with the French army in 1946. là đây nghe nói là đây đánh giáp là cả với nhau mà ngay trong phòng này này lính Việt Nam và lính Pháp với nhau trong phòng này. In this um, in this room, the Vietnamese and the French soldiers have fought each other. Dr. King, we're standing here on the balcony of the Opera House, looking across to the city of Hanoi. Have there been famous events take place on this balcony? The most uh famous event, important event, I think, is the, uh, that many Vietnamese faith have, have gone 
have uh, traveled through this street, not only me, but many people have stood here in this balcony. Speaking, in this um, square in 1945, there was a uh, meeting of thousands of people. Cái nhà này chắc là ông Chủ tịch Hồ Chí Minh sẽ đến đã đến rất nhiều lần, đúng không? Cái nhà này là một nhà lịch sử, nhà lịch sử của rất nhiều cái một thành phố rất có vốn về lịch sử, truyền thống lịch sử. Between the river and the mountain, 
the landscape lays out her magnificent tapestries. The gentle sun, the light breeze, a flower smiles innocently. Up high in the tree, the shimmering branch, a choir of birds humming. Man and beast sense the coming of spring. After the hardship, welcome the rejoicing. radio work called Silent Forest. It's by our guest tonight in New Music Up Late, Nigel Hellier. And if you're in Sydney this month, you can actually uh, hear the work in exhibition at the Kazula Powerhouse. It's happening as part of an exhibition called Nam Bang, which is looking at uh, responses to the Vietnam War uh, over three decades after the fact uh, and there's all sorts of artists who are exhibiting work, including uh, Nigel, as uh, well as Sean Gladwell, Mei Long, Noreen Martini, and Lei Tri Dung, among others. It's happening at the Kazula Powerhouse in Kazula Road in Sydney, uh, and it's happening from this month right through until late June. You're listening to New Music Up Late here on ABC Classic FM. Our guest tonight is Nigel Hellier. If you're intrigued by Nigel uh, and you'd like to find out more about his work, you can go to his website, which is sonicobjects.com. This is the sad tale about the dissolution of my previous marriage to a creature from another planet. (laughs) And we we fell in love, but our romance fell victim to intergalactic racialism, ladies and gentlemen, and she had to go home. She had a head as big as a TV screen, a glutinous complexion with a day-glow sheen, big bug eyes and a death ray glare, feet like water wings, purple air. I was over the moon, I asked her back to my place and then I married a monster from outer space. Her days were numbered and the nights were spent in a rent-free furnished oxygen tent where a robot chef served up moonbeams done super rapid on a laser beam I needed nutrition to keep up the pace when I married the monster from outer space but when we went walking tentacle in hand you could sense that the earthlings would not understand they would nudge nudge when we got on the bus saying it's extraterrestrial not like us it's bad enough with another race but fuck me a monster from outer space In this kind of atmosphere, love... (laughs) Shut up! (laughs) 
In this kind of atmosphere, love went lame. She took a flyer to from where she came. I read all the papers, looked up the stars. Uranus is active and so is Mars. My horoscope was horrible, told me to my face. Avoid monsters from outer space. In a cybernetic fit of rage, she buggered off to another age. She lives in 1999 with a new boyfriend, a blubber slime. Next time I see a translucent face, I remember it from outer space. Ah. Thank you. Nice little uh, wild card here in New Music Up Late. I married a monster from outer space. Uh, one of the choices of Nigel Hellier. Nigel, tell us a little about this artist who I, I understand you ha- actually have a personal connection with. Yeah, I, I mean, I had uh, sort of um, elements of both the angelic and demonic as a as a child. <laughs> and I was a choir boy and a and a singer in a rock band. Um, nice mix. <laughs> and uh, slightly later on, I used to do all the gigs for the Royal College, you know, punk and reggae mixes. And Johnny Clark was one of my favourite um, sort of additions to the mix. And um, it was always good to watch the crowd throw cans of beer at him. And he would just carry on with his arms above his head, protecting himself. <laughs> um, I guess, you know, I, I studied up north and that whole... He's from Manchester. That whole kind of hard, northern, tough humour has, has always... I've always liked it, you know. And and also the idea of performance poetry. I just um, I just love performance poetry. Um, well, in that sense, it's not you know, a million miles away from Kurt Schwitters or, or Captain Peapark. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. Uh, Nigel, we're going to hear another couple of tracks uh, which I guess delve into the, the field recording, the, the uh, immersive environment uh, angle. Um, and it, it just quickly points out, uh, I guess, a bit of a duality in your work because you are so concerned with uh, environments and exploring them, but you're also so, uh, well, you're so on top of cutting edge technology. It seems like an interesting sort of duality there, the, the very, very. Uh, human man-made technology and and the sort of the the human-made environment does that resonate mm. with you? Yeah, well, uh, there's always been a sort of schism in in sort of sound out circles where the kind of the theorists um, seem to really hate the acoustic ecologists because they think they're kind of whale hugging so and so's. But um, I've never see, really seen a, a kind of big divide there. In fact, I'm just about to go to Mexico to deliver a paper for the World Forum for Acoustic Ecology on the sonic commons, but um, for me, um, a lot of the work I make is actually based on natural systems in terms of the kind of um, the structure and the um, the way things are composed. I, I, I tend to like the idea of uh, I think about cockroaches who have these very very simple sub brains in their legs and things, and basically they don't even know where their legs are, but they function. And I like to actually make sound work arrays like that. So there's not a kind of grand design the work in a sense is given leave to make itself from the components that i've you know put into it Mm. um and i think the uh, acoustic environment is very much like that i mean when you walk out into a cityscape or into a say a forest what appears to us as a beautifully composed natural soundscape is really a whole bunch of quite independent sounds issued, say, by animals and insects who often can't even hear each other. And and so it's a kind of illusion. It's a very anthropomorphic illusion. 
And so for me, actually, to know about acoustic ecology is very important. Mm. What can you tell us about uh, Richard Lerman and uh, Louis Dandrel, whose music we're about to hear now? Mm. Very different approaches. Um, Richard Lerman, who, who lives in the States, actually builds his own microphones and is very kind of low-tech and goes out and bas- basically mics up all kinds of objects, you know, thatch roofs, boats, fences, and gets this kind of very lo-fi um, but very interesting sounding environments. Uh, Louis Dandrel works in a centre in Paris, which is very high tech um, and involved in very big projects, uh, kind of uh, acoustic design and things like that. And this um, this track is from a CD which is really uh, extracted from uh, an exhibition, a kind of interactive exhibition, but it's a series of cities, cityscapes, which is a kind of a long tradition in the kind of uh, acoustic ecology um, discipline to go and simply record the keynote sounds of places.
sur la place. C'est le kilomètre zéro. Excerpts from two works here in New Music Up Late. Firstly, Richard Lerman and uh, one of his boat pieces, followed by Louis Dondrel and Fenêtre sous Ville. Uh, just an excerpt there. It's uh, recorded in various countries. That's the Paris uh, portion of the work. And you've heard it here in New Music Up Late here on ABC Classic FM as we chat to sound artist Nigel Hellier. Nigel, this uh, final work of yours that we're going to hear, uh, Seed, again has a, a really interesting intersection between an actual physical object, this landmine, uh, and the sound itself. Can you take us through the, the ideas here? Yeah, very, very briefly, um, when you enter the installation, you're actually more or less entering a, a mosque um, with prayer mats, 16 prayer mats laid out in the correct orientation. It's the centre of each prayer mat, there is a facsimile landmine, a Russian landmine from the 80s campaign in Afghanistan. Um, as you enter, you're asked to take your shoes off and you pick up a mine detector and you put on headphones. Um, you can't hear anything in the uh, installation, but you, uh, you hear through the headphones as you sweep the mine um, sweepers across the carpets. Um, each one has uh, a musical soundtrack of different types of Arabic music and... Um, I work with an Islamic-trained um, chanter who chants the 99 names of Allah or 99 attributes of Allah from the Quran, um, which get tra- translated in the background in English. And so basically, I mean, it's a critique about war, and mm. this piece was made just before the Americans invaded Iraq and was in fact shown in America as they invaded Iraq. Um, but instead of getting the kind of media hype or a, a frontal critique... Uh, or a very reduced um, black and white view of politics, you simply get this kind of um, sort of a spiritual, incredibly positive um, view, actually, of Islam. You know, it's, it's a very positive kind of series of statements. Um, so it puts people into a bit of a dilemma about what this really means. You have this kind of military 
situation. People know there's a military conflict, and yet the the, the kind of uh, the narrative is quite opposite. It's about honor, honesty, correct behavior, and yeah, it it just basically kind of turns the screw on the whole situation. Nigel, it's been wonderful to chat with you tonight. Thank you so much for coming in. It's my my pleasure entirely. Number 72 Al-Qadir Jalla Jalalu Wallahu Khalaqakum Thumma Yatawaffakum Waminkum Man Yuraddu Ila Ardalil Umri Likai La Ya'lama Ba'd Ilmin Shay'a Number 62 It is a Acceptor of repentance. The forgiver of sin, the acceptor of repentance, the stern in punishment, the bountiful. There is no God save him. Unto him is the journey. The protector. Number sixty-three. He is the most merciful mercy. جل جلاله إن تبدو خيرا أو تخفوه أو تعفو عن سوء فإن الله كان عفوا قديرا Allah is forgiving, powerful. Number 74. Al-Kafilu جل جلاله وأوفوا بعهد الله إذا عاهدتم 
ولا تنقضوا الايمان بعد توكيدها وقد جل جلاله ولولا فضل الله عليكم ورحمته الله Were it not for the grace and mercy of Allah on you, and that Allah is full of kindness and mercy. الشاكر جل جلاله ومن تطوع خيرا فإن الله شاكر الجامع جل جلاله ربنا إنك جامع الناس ليوم لا ريب فيه إن الله لا يخلف الميعاد Our Lord, it is Thou who gatherest mankind together to a day of which there is no doubt. Lo, Allah faileth not to keep الأكرم جل جلاله الغني جل جلاله أكرم يا أيها الناس أنتم الفقراء إلى الله والله هو الغني الحميد And their Lord is the most bountiful, the self-sufficient. O mankind, ye are the poor in your relation to Allah, and Allah, he is the self-sufficient, the owner of prayer.
نمبر 67 النور جل جلاله نمبر 67 نور السماوات والارض الاعلى جل جلاله سبح اسم ربك الاعلى Allah is the light of the heavens and the earth, the most high. Praise the name of our Lord, the most high. Number 68 indeed. You're listening to an excerpt from Seed, work by our special guest tonight in New Music Up Late, Dr Nigel Hallier. Nigel has joined us, as you've heard, to chat about his work. If you'd like to find out more about it, you can go to his website, which is sonicobjects.com, or simply type in Nigel Hallier into your favourite search engine. Uh, do join us again next week for more New Music Up Late next Saturday night from 10.30 or drop us a line online. You can hear tonight's show uh, uh, back for up to a month at abc.net.au slash classic slash new music. On ABC Classic FM, it's 12.30.